This is Novel Marketing, Episode 16. I'm Thomas Umstadt, Jr. I'm James L. Rubart. And this is the show for novelists who hate marketing but still want to become best-selling authors. So, Thomas, podcasts are absolutely exploding. I know there's some people out there that don't know what they are, but if you're listening to this, you obviously do know what they are. And what that means to you as an author or as an aspiring author is at some point you're going to get interviewed on a podcast. So what we want to do is give you some tips and techniques to get ready for your first or uh, an ongoing podcast that you're part of. And one of the reasons why podcasts are so powerful is that podcasts reach influencers. The kinds of people who listen to podcasts tend to be more tech savvy, more connected, wealthier, and more influential in their communities. And so podcasts are very powerful. But before we get to the tips, Jim, welcome back to the show. <laughs> it's good to be here. <laughs> I saw pictures of your house and it looked like a bomb went off and there's just this like huge like gaping hole in half of your house. Is that tell us about that? Yeah, that's amazing because we've told a number of people about it and you say, "Oh, a tree hit our house." And they're like, "Oh, that's too bad." And then they see the pictures and then they're like, "Oh my gosh, I can't believe you guys even survived." So it was definitely if if you didn't believe in God before, you're you're going to believe in him. So you basically now. live in a forest like Lothlorien with these giant towering trees that yes uh, this one was probably 130 feet high and it, it so it's falling toward the house 20,000 pounds was the estimate on the weight of it so you picked it picked up a lot of speed before it hit the house and Darcy said it was like a Mack truck going 100 miles an hour uh, when it hit the house the sound and the vibration and everything so that's 13 stories and 20 tons for those of you keeping track at home so anyway Jim I'm glad you're alive I'm glad you weren't in your bed when the tree hit it and yes. uh, now let's talk about podcasting so uh, someone let's say an author they've just they're during a book launch and someone has invited them to be on a podcast what do they need to do to prepare for success in that podcast interview so the first thing I would do is mentally Resolve in your mind what the podcast is going to be about. Now, I realize the interviewer is going to be asking you questions, but you have to resolve in your mind that this podcast is not about you. <laughs> you think it is. It's not. So I would encourage people not to promote yourself, not to sell your books, not to do any of that. Your whole goal in this thing is to be, number one, entertaining. Number two, and we'll talk about that in, a, in another podcast, but you want to be entertaining. The other thing you want to do is you want to help people. You want to get into the head of the person listening to this podcast and go, how can I help them in the best way possible? But Jim, why would I want to be on a show if I'm not there to sell my books? <laughs> You are on the show to sell your books, but even more so you're there to sell yourself and 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 what you need to do is let the host sell your books. Let the host sell your website. Uh, I've been on a number of podcasts and I don't talk about my website. I don't talk about my Facebook page. I don't talk about my awards. I let them talk about them because if you say it it's suspect. If the host says it it's believable. And that, that really is powerful. If you shoot for uh, selling your books, you're going to get nothing. But if you shoot for being helpful and entertaining, you're not only going to be helpful and entertaining, which could get you invited back, but you will also sell books. So the second thing is to ask uh, for information about the audience and the goal uh, and theme for each episode. If you do this, the podcast host will love you. because Well, yeah, but first they will faint. Nobody 
<laughs> Nobody yeah. asks that question. Exactly. <clears throat> so every um, podcast has its own unique audience, and that uniqueness needs to be something that you need to tailor your message for. And if you're doing a lot of radio interviews and a lot of podcast interviews, this will help you keep it interesting because you're talking about the same book every time, but it's not the same interview every time. The host is unique and the audience is unique. So you want to tailor um, to that audience. And so, you know, Jim, how would you sell a freezer to an Eskimo? <laughs> <laughs> the classic the classic silly nice so, yeah. Eskimo story. So I I was reading in a book, I think it was the Guinness Book of World Records, and they'd given an award to someone who had sold a freezer or refrigerator to an Eskimo. And I was like, so how would you do that? And I would say the best way to do it is to sell it based off of the heating coils on the back of the refrigerator. Because the way refrigerators work is that they expand heat. They, they take the heat out of the inside and they let it out the back on those coils that most people never even notice. But that's the benefit for an Eskimo and the fact that it keeps your food organized and sealed so that you know bears and animals can't smell it. And so that's not being deceptive. Those are legitimate benefits of a refrigerator. You just have to look at the refrigerator through the eyes of your target audience to sell it. And the same is true with your book. And so that's why you ask the host what it's about. The other thing that you need to do is listen to a few episodes of the podcast. That's the best way to get a feel for what um, what the host is going to want you to talk about. Absolutely. And so, but, you know, you need to realize, though, that they're not going to know you. So don't expect the interviewer to have read your book ahead of time. So you want to do your research, but don't expect uh, the person doing the podcast <laughs> interview to have done his research. The other thing you can do is, and this, Thomas, this should be a whole episode on how to write a bio, but you can send them ahead of time. They will want ahead of time to get your bio. And there is so much power in writing a bio, and we're back to the entertainment thing, writing a bio that entertains or entices or challenges. The last line in my bio is, and he still thinks he's young enough to ski like a madman. Well, that's inter or water ski like a madman. He's still young enough to think he can water ski like a madman. So that says a lot about me in a very short amount of time. And the rest of my bio, again, is, is, is designed to entertain you, to intrigue you. And so think about that when you're sending that bio out to your podcast host. You want to you keep it short. I hear so many bad bios that like, tell where you went to college. I don't care where you went to college. Everyone went to college somewhere. And let, you know, the only time you'd want to talk about your, where you went to university is maybe if you got a PhD and talking about your kids and their hobbies. None of that is relevant. The purpose of a bio is to establish your credibility on a topic. And so you want to have as few words as possible that establish your credibility and then get on to your message, which is what people are really there to hear. So another important tip as you're preparing for the podcast is to invest in a good microphone. This is really critical, and if podcasters hear that you sound good on a podcast, that you have a good microphone, you'll get more and more invites. A lot of guests, a lot of authors will just use the microphone built into their laptop, which gives a very, very bad, distant sound. And a good microphone doesn't need to be expensive. We have a couple of recommendations for you. The first is the Audio-Technica AT2020. That's what I'm speaking into right now. This microphone costs about $100. The other one is the Audio-Technica ATR2100 USB. That's the one we did we used last week with Tony Tovar when I did the interview with him. So you can hear how it sounded in that episode. In that microphone, 35 bucks. 
and it plugs uh, 35 to 50 bucks and it plugs right into your computer through USB and gives a really nice rich warm sound. That $35 investment can lead to many many more podcast interviews and we'll have links to those specific microphones in the show notes that you can find at Novel Marketing slash 16 for episode 16. A lot of people will do podcast interviews on Skype, and I'm, I'm sure you're familiar with that. But one of the things to keep in mind is there are updates. Make sure you're using the latest version of Skype because that will make a difference. And the other thing, and this is key, it sounds simple, but it's key, make some test calls first. In other words, you have a lot of people that you Skype with, you work with. Make sure that your Skype is working flawlessly and seamlessly before you get on that podcast because the worst thing in the world that happens is in the middle of the podcast you start sounding like you're underwater and the host can't cut it off and then come back to you so that's a big distraction or you spend the first 30 minutes of what should have been the podcast interview trying to get skype working because you've never used it before Uh, and that's i can't tell you how many times that's happened where i'm trying to talk to somebody on skype and they're using the wrong microphone they plug their nice microphone into skype but skype's listening to the wrong microphone on their computer and they don't know how to change it so just familiarize yourself uh, with skype it's not that hard to do Uh, skype's free and so and it's a great tool to use uh, for a lot of other things not just for podcasts so uh, go ahead jim oh i was just going to say moving on to the next point is and, and this is also critical find a quiet place for the interview i violated thomas's and my own rules i don't know if you heard it but i had a small space heater going here for the first couple minutes of the interview and it's like jim turn that thing off because even though it's you might not be able to pick up on it and it seems like ambient noise you need to make where you're talking from as quiet as possible that just makes it better quality And you want to use a quiet computer. So some people have a laptop that's got a fan on it that sounds like a jet engine, and that will add a a hum or a buzz to to your call. So again, getting a separate microphone like the ATR2100 will help with that. Uh, And then move that microphone as far away from the computer as possible uh, will help as well. Another thing uh, is to use headphones. This is so important as we're talking about a microphone. If you're not using headphones, what will happen is the audio will come out of your speakers and back into the microphone, and which can cause the audio to cut out. So a lot of people who are on Skype and the audio is cutting out and they don't know why, it's because they're not using headphones. And you can use a cheap set of uh, you know, headphones that came with your iPhone or you know, your iPod. They don't have to be fancy headphones. They just need to keep the audio in your ears only. Another thing you can do is let your family know that you're doing this podcast because (laughs) anybody who has kids know that kids will interrupt or a dog will bark or the cat will come through and jump up and knock over your microphone. Those things happen. So Mm -hmm. if you can diminish that ahead of time by saying, hey, folks, I need half an hour here. I need it to be quiet. I'm going to go in here. I'm going to shut the door. Please don't. you know, knock on the door or anything like that, that will help you as well. And the internet connection too. Make sure you have a good internet connection. So during the time of your book launch when you're doing lots of podcast interviews, you might want to invest in a better internet connection. Cable, uh, internet's generally faster than DSL. DSL's faster than some sort of cellular connection. You really don't want to be on a wireless connection for a podcast because those are the least high quality. Uh, this goes without saying, but we should say it anyway. Turn off all noisemakers. So the number one noisemaker for a podcast is actually your computer. This is another reason why it's so important to use headphones. I can't tell you how many podcasts I hear where I hear the little Apple new mail sound you know, pop up every five minutes because <laughs> they have new mail coming in. And they're obviously not using headphones, but also your phone, your children, your, you know, anything that can vibrate. 
the next tip is to prepare a free gift. This is actually a really pro tip here. Prepare a free gift to offer the listeners of that podcast uh, to on your website. So let's say you've got a parenting uh, book. Have a free guide, a free three or four page PDF that's got a specific tip on a specific question related to your parenting book. Hmm. And then say... Well, so Jim, you know, if someone comes to my author, my website, uh, parentingtips101.com, they can get a free gift on seven things to do when your children's child's throwing a tantrum at uh, the grocery store, or how to prevent that from happening. You know, tip number one is don't bring your children to the grocery store. <laughs> um, and, but you know, to get the other seven tips, you can get it for free on my website. And then what people do, they go to your website, and to get that free guide, they have to subscribe to your newsletter. And suddenly, all of that audience, or at least the part of the audience that's really interested in your book is now suddenly your audience that you can now email because they've gotten on your email newsletter. This one tip can dramatically improve the performance of podcast interviews and hint hint radio interviews as well so you can reuse that gift. Um, It's very very useful. I can't tell you how many authors don't do this and so having that gift ahead of time which takes some time to prepare totally worth it. Another thing you can do is keep water handy. There's so many authors that will get on a podcast for the first time. And if it's a half an hour podcast, say, for example, or even 15 minutes, and they're not used to being in this environment, their throat starts to tighten up and it goes dry. And so having water handy is a good way just to keep your throat lubricated. The other tip is, and I do this when I record, because some of you know I voice my own audio, my own books in audio version. I'm the narrator on them. And so what I do is I've got tea there and I've got honey and, you know, I drink that all day long. Thomas also has a great tip that, that he uses and I'll let you introduce your, uh, your, uh, in the water bottle. Yeah, this is the Hull's cough drop trick. So, uh, Hull's cough drops, uh, if you get those, they have mentholimptus in them and what professional voice over actors will do and professional speakers, if you're talking all day long, it really tires out your voice. So what you do, you drop a tablet of Halls in your bottle of water and let it dissolve and then every swig of water is rejuvenating your voice. That mentholimptus, and I guess that's a plant or something, I'm not sure what it is, but I do know that it works and this is magic for keeping your voice fresh for long periods recording and one final tip as we're talking about substances there's something called brain juice that i'll sometimes drink uh, before recording and it's a herbal uh, coction it's kind of like a red uh, five hour energy but it's got all these herbs that helps your brain think more clearly and i'll drink that sometimes before a brain juice or i'll drink a brain juice before i record didn't do it this time obviously i'm getting all my words messed up and i find that that helps especially for longer periods of recording So this show has been brought to you by Author Media, and Author Media has recently released new 2014 website packages. So if you're in the market for a new website, we have new packages uh, of websites at authormedia.com, some of which are more affordable, and there's more options. We went from three packages to five packages, and true to my own advice, we have a free guide that you can get at Author Media. It's the seven secrets of effective author websites. It's one of my most requested websites. conference topics that I speak at, at conferences, writers' conferences around the country. You can get that for free at authormedia.com. It's right there on the sidebar of our blog, and that has a lot of very practical advice for how to have a more effective podcast. Obviously, we hope the novel marketing podcasts are helping you, and if that's true, please don't keep us a secret. Shoot an email to one friend 
and let them know about us. We'd appreciate it, and we're guessing they will as well. You've been listening to the Novel Marketing Podcast, giving you novel ideas on how to sell yourself and your writing online, offline, and everywhere in between.